and we're on with Manny. Um, breaking news just came out about 20, 30 minutes ago. You Darvish is headed to Southern California to go team up with literally every other all-star. San Diego Padres. Manny, you got some details on that trade? Yes, I do. The Padres have landed, have landed uh, Hugh Darvish. He's uh, headed to the San Diego Padres. Let me get that for you. I know Zach Davies was a part of that deal. Yes, In the was. return. Uh, he- they, they also didn't just get um, Hugh Darvish. They also got Victor Carantini is another switch hitting catcher. And uh, they got a prospect package in Zach Davies. Um, the so the full deal is you Darvish and Victor Carantini going to the San Diego Padres and the Chicago Cubs receiving Zach Davies prospects. Re, I'm sorry, Reginald Prasadio, Owen Cassie, Yesen Santana, and Ismael Mania. I think this is is an insane trade. They haven't given up really any of their big name prospects. How do you? They've made three trades in less than six months for three high-end aces, Blake Snow, Mike Clevenger, and now you Darvish. They've still been able to hold on to some of their big-time prospects. Mackenzie Gore, Ryan Weathers, um, Jorge Mateo have not gone anywhere. I don't know how the Padres keep stealing all these players away. I mean, I uh, the reason I think this, this trade happened with the Cubs, you Darvish is in a Long-term contract. Uh, he doesn't have that many years left, but he's got a bunch of money, 30-plus yeah. million. Javier Baez and Chris Bryant, both free agents after this season. Those are two guys you really got to bring back. Maybe not Bryant, but you need enough money to at least go get Javier Baez. Yeah. Um, you Darvish will be a free agent in uh, 2024 after signing that six-year, $126 million contract. But... um. I mean, the man's 34 years old. Um, 2024, you know, that might be I – mean, I mean, he might retire as a San Diego Padre. I could definitely see that happening. Darvish has been in the league for a while, and even before that he was playing in Japan or Korea. Uh, Japan. Yes, sir, Japan. In the Jap- Japanese league. Yeah, so Zach Davies, he's headed over to the Chicago Cubs. Uh, he had an incredible year. Seven and four record, two point seven three ERA and a one point oh six seven WHIP. Yeah, that's... he's had a really solid career ever since coming up. Career ERA three point seven nine. The Cubs really got a great pitcher back for their their ace. I think. Yeah, and Davies is going to be the ace over there. He wasn't really as valued here in San Diego with all the great pitchers like Denelson, Paddock. I think this really works out for both teams. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, it was it was good. The uh the highest prospect the uh, Padres gave up was their number 10 prospect. Or, or sorry, number 11 prospect, which still, you know, they still got other guys like you said, Mackenzie Gore, Jorge Mateo, Weathers, and I'm surprised that they didn't give up, you know, current Cronensworth or maybe even Eric Hosmer since they got that uh new player from the KBO. Yeah, that's another great move. Um what was his name? He's a second baseman. Hai Singh. Uh, I'm not sure what his 
what his name is. Hi, Hi Sung Kim. Yeah, that was his name. Uh, we've heard a lot of good things about him from the KBO. Yes, and um, uh, Padres are in a great position right now. Yeah, of course. Uh, this guy, looking at it right now, in 191 games over there in the KBO, uh, 940 hits, uh, 133 home runs, 575 RBIs. 134 stolen bases. He's got 381 walks. Career batting average over there, 294. Uh, I mean, this guy's 20, 25 years old, straight from South Korea, 5'9", 167 pounds, shortstop, third baseman. I see them using him maybe as a second baseman, maybe even in the outfield if you need him. Yeah, the Padres are stacked everywhere you look at it. Tommy Pham and left, um, center field. We got Grisham, right field, Will Myers, who has turned resurrected his career. He's turned into a beast again. Then you have second base Cronenworth, and then first base Hosmer. Um, yeah. I know you're you're really high on the Padres trading. Maybe one of those two on the right side of the infield. Yeah, I was. I really was surprised that they didn't trade that much for for you, Darvish. But I think the main thing was is really just his age. I think if he was still younger, maybe even. Maybe you, even if he was around 27, maybe in his prime, I think they would have given up those Eric Hosmer, maybe even Cronin's worth. But he's 34, so, you know, he's getting a little bit older. I mean, that, that hasn't changed the fact that he was one of the best pitchers in the 2020 60-game uh, season. I mean, man was just a beast. You know, he was just getting strikeouts, getting wins, not giving up runs. Yeah, I, I think mean, he was he was really close to a no-hitter early on in that season, um, broken up in the eighth inning. Yeah, I mean – that's uh, especially that he got an option uh, last year in October. He signed that four-year, eighty-one million player option uh, with the Cubs. So, I mean, I guess they just let that go. But I mean, like you said, they need to clear up some money for uh, Javi and uh, Christopher Bryas. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Chris Bryas. <laughs> uh, Chris uh, Bryant. Bryant. Yeah, there you go. Davies. And, he's only twenty-eight years old. Um, twenty-eight. He still has a. I think one or two more years left on his current rookie contract. Yeah, free agent in 2022. He's got arbitra- – he had arbitration last year. So this is his last year under team control? Yeah. Well, still, that'll clear up more money if he does well. Resign him, maybe flip him for some prospects towards the end of the – towards the trade deadline in the 2021 season. Depending on how good of a year he has, you can get a pretty solid return. The you can never have too much starting pitching as the Padres are showing us. Yeah, no, of course. I think, if anything, the Padres, they could uh, even have a chance of maybe even throwing a, a six-man rotation out there with all these guys that they got. They don't even have to use all of them if they wanted to. I mean, of course, they're going to use so all have of Joey them. Lu- Joey Lucchese. Joey um, Lucchese. You still got Adrian Gore, hopefully, yeah. coming up this year. Mike Clevenger will not pitch this season for the Padres. However, I don't think they really need him as much as maybe they did before. Yesterday when the Blake Snell trade um, came out. I mean, the the biggest question is who is going to be the ace of this team? I think when you look on paper, after this last season, you got to give it to you, Darvish, but Blake Snell's he's an animal. He's going to go out there. His value is probably going up now because for the Rays, they really only used him for 
five innings at the most, I think. Yeah. Or not at the most, but he averaged about five innings. They took him out. They had a loaded bullpen, which worked. We saw them went 40 and 20 last season. However, I think Snell's a pitcher that can go deeper into the games. And it's going to it's really going to be fun to watch these Padres next year. Seems like they just continue to keep making moves. So, yeah, I remember true. seeing something on Instagram during that trade deadline this season, and you know the Padres were out there acquiring everybody: Clevenger, uh, Jason Castro. They made a few trades with the Mariners, the Royals, going to get Tim Hill. Try to look for that. It was it said Padres after the deadline, and it has uh Christian Yelich, Garrett Cole, Aaron Judge, Trout, Mookie, Bregman, Bellinger, Degrom, and Acuna all in Padres jerseys. Yeah, I mean this is this is a just a really good team, you know. I mean this might be held down as one of the best teams. All they need to do is just come together and you know get the hits and and pitch as well. But I mean, what does this mean for what does this mean for one of the top prospects, Jorge Mateo? Does he get pushed back more since you know you still you still have Tatis, you still have Machado, you still have Cronensworth, and then you still have you know, the new inferior Hyson Kim, like, what are they going to do with him? Are they going to platoon him and Hyson Kim since his first season? What if Hyson Kim has an incredible year, wins Silver Slugger or something, you know? <laughs> These are the kinds of problems you uh you really – you don't have a problem with happening, but there's no room whenever you have such a deep team. Um, they're set up for the future. Doesn't matter if you lose Clevenger after the next two years – and Snell, I think he has three years left on his deal. You still have Mackenzie Gore. Yeah. The Padres are really the the perfect model of how more teams should shape up their teams. And I think it's really going to be a race between the Dodgers and Padres, the Rockies and the Diamondbacks, who are both on – they're trending up in their rebuilds. Do they tear it down even more now? Like – the chances of them making it is really low. The NL has really gone up over the years. You have um, the, Bra- the Braves and the Mets in the National League East. One of those teams is going to make a wild card along with the Padres and Dodgers. They're going to make a wild card, and then it's just whoever wins the division in the Central. Those are your playoff teams. If we yeah, don't see I mean, another expanded postseason, do we see some more teams tearing it down? Uh, I think we do. I mean, I think the Padres are in a good season, I, uh, a good, uh, good place right now. If anything, I think they can take that NL West from the Los Angeles Dodgers. They were only six games behind this year. Um, I mean, it's just they just need to put it all together. And once they put it all together, they should be fine. Uh, but what does this mean for the uh, Padres? Are can they say that they are done this off season? I don't think so. <laughs> they still have um. They, I think they still got some money. Uh, maybe not with this U Darvish. I know they. Trevor Bauer just posted uh, minutes before I was watching, or before I saw the U Darvish trade. It was Trevor Bauer made a video on YouTube. Um, he Facetimed a Padres fan and said, "Give me, you have five minutes to give me a pitch on why I should go sign there," and. Does Bauer maybe take a pay cut for one year? Yeah, I've also heard that Trevor Bauer doesn't want to sign for one year. Maybe. I think it's two, he said at the lowest. At first, he was all one year. He wanted just 
one-year contracts for the rest of his career, but then uh, Rachel Luba, his agent, was like, whoa, Trevor, calm down. Uh, we need to get you some longer contracts. So now I think the lowest he said will go is two years. Mm-hmm. Maybe a two-year player option. If he has a good year, then he could opt out, go make some more money somewhere else. Yeah. So Trevor me... Bauer is an option. Um, you already have a catcher. You already have a first base. The really only thing I could see happening, maybe go upgrade over Kirby Yates and go get Liam Hendricks. Yeah, um, Kirby Yates, I mean, he's shown he's shown that he could that he could do something in that uh in that bullpen. Not even in just the bullpen in the whole league. I mean, the man was just insane. But I mean, do you I think Liam Hendricks is a guy they go out and get. That bullpen's already good. Uh Matt Strom, Tim Hill, Trevor Rosenthal. Or Rosenthal hadn't signed yet. Yeah, I think the, that's their top priority. Go get Rosenthal, and if you can't get Kirby Yates, get Liam Hendricks. But Kirby Yates is also a free agent after this year. No, he is a free agent. Oh, he's a free agent right now. Yeah, him and um, him and Rosenthal. That's what I'm saying. They need to go and resign one. And if you can't get one of them, or if you can't get both of them, try to go get Liam Hendricks. Or hey, go go make a trade for one of the top relievers. You got the prospects, don't you? And you, obviously this general manager has his way of convincing teams to settle for a lower price. Yeah, he's obviously doing something right. I mean, he's he's acquired the 2018 Cy Young winner Blake Snell, acquired 2020 Cy Young runner-up Hugh Darvish, signed 25-year-old Korean, Korean infielder, high son Kim. And you uh, got he's... future Cy Youngs in Paddock, Denelson Lamette, and Mike Clevenger. And the highest he stole Tatis. He basically stole Tatis from the White Sox. James Shields yeah. amounted to I don't want to be too harsh, but James Shields is not the player he was expected to be when he was traded for top prospect Tatis. Machado, you signed him. Cronenworth they got from the Rays, right? Um I'm not sure about that. I think so. I think he came over in one of the twenty nineteen uh, trade deadline moves. Yeah. Um, I'll get that for you right now. Let me let me check what what deal he was a part of. Yeah, I think he came over in 2019 during the deadline. If not, he might have come over in that Tommy Pham trade. Uh, yes, he came in that Tommy Pham trade uh, in exchange for Renfro, Xavier Edwards, and a player to be named later. Yes, he was a part of that trade. All right. He's, and... he's, still, he's still 26. He's still young. I mean, maybe they, they do something with uh, him him soon. Uh, I mean. They have, they have plenty of options. That's all. So I really yeah, have too. plenty of options. And I want to go back into that Blake Snell trade. I know we talked about that yesterday. But yeah. I think that... we were we were really getting onto the Rays for not getting a big enough return back. We've seen what the Rays have done. They'll platoon these top guys um, based on what they need, their team needs. Michael, you trade Blake Snell, get rid of his $10 million a year contract. Maybe you go get some more guys like Michael Waka, some – 
rehab pitchers. And with rehab, I don't necessarily mean injury. I just mean they come off of a bad year. They're not – the market's not on their side. You go get them. Uh, yeah. Kyle Snyder is one of the best pitching coaches in the league. He could work with them. Tyler Glass, now, if he can get his control, he's a Cy Young uh, contender. Yeah, of course. I mean, the Blake Snell trade, I mean, it was a – you know, it was a pretty good trade. Luis Patino, I see him – coming up and maybe uh two or I mean he's already coming up but I'm talking about him actually making a big impact on an MOB team in about two to four years and um Cole Wilcox I mean I'm not really sure about him I think well, sure that's, that's one of the guys I'm saying about like Cole Wilcox and then that catcher Blake Blake something um or the catcher was Francisco Mejia no they had another catcher too Mejia's was one okay. of the headlines and but... uh Blake Hunt Blake Hunt, yeah. I see Hunt and Wilcox. Like, the Rays are really good at making diamonds out of the roughs. You already got your diamond with Luis – or not Luis. Uh, I can't think of that pitcher. His name just completely – Cole Wilcox? No, the other guy. Per- uh, Luis Patino? Patino, yeah. Um, He's already a diamond. But then Wilcox and Hunt, those are your diamonds in the roughs. The Rays can make something out of them, maybe platoon them. I see Francisco Mejia splitting time with Mike Zunino. Them were only using him for what he actually, what the Rays need him to be. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. I mean, we still got to see what's up with Francisco Mejia, man, because that dude, he's been in the, I mean, he, he was supposed to be up there already, what people said. I mean, the, the guy's still young, but he's uh, currently 25 years old. But, I mean, he was, he's been in many trades, uh, you know, he he already he debuted against uh, the Detroit Tigers uh, in 2017. He got one at bat. He didn't do anything with it. But, I mean, longer years and four years, you know, not really playing maybe 20, 30 games a season. The biggest, the most games he's played was 79, which was in 2019. He did solid by the 265, hit eight home runs. I think – he just needs a little bit more improvement. I think he's just more of those catchers that slowed down. But I don't really think that they really got him for his uh, hitting. I mean, yes, he is a, a – He a can be hitter, a plus but, hitter. He can be a plus hitter. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I think he can be a plus hitter, but it's going to just take him a while. I mean, he's a switch hitter, so I'm I'm not really sure. But he'll be a free agent in 2025. He'll get arbitration uh, next year, 2022. But I mean, I guess we just got to see what happens with this kid. Maybe he could be a solid, solid player. Maybe contact hitter. Maybe power hitter. Maybe he'll just be somebody in the field that you like. Maybe like a, you know, like a Martin Maldonado, just yeah. really good fielding. Bats not all there, but you know, maybe here and now come out of come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. All right, one last question before we end the podcast. Um... How does this? How does the U Darvis trade affect the market? Is it gonna heat up? Is it gonna stay where it's at? Slow down even more? Do we see anybody um, going on on the move anytime soon? I don't think really anyone's gonna be, or maybe since the Cubs really have Zach Davies, which I see Zach Davies being a really good pitcher. I don't know if he could be. I mean, he might be the ace on that team, but I'm not sure if he could really handle that big stage being the ace i see more of maybe like a kyle Hendricks being their ace yeah um but i don't know if he can handle that i i see him maybe as a second or third man in the rotation but i think he'll be pretty solid but i think the cubs will eventually 
want more. Nothing really big like a Trevor Bauer, just maybe like a little small, you know, fifth starter, maybe in the bullpen just to just to help that pitching a little bit so they didn't lose as much. You see, it's Lorenzen. He's a free agent, right? Or is it Desclafani? Um, I think I it's think Lorenzen. Des- yeah, Michael Lorenzen. Maybe he's a guy the Cubs go out and get. Uh, steal him from the Reds. Yeah, yeah I he's, think. A, he's a good pitcher. And is Wilson Contreras? Yeah. What about Wilson Contreras? Um, last year, his name was thrown around with the Angels and the Astros potentially getting traded. Um, now that they get shed Darvish's contract, is Contreras, you see him staying? Or is that another uh, guy they look to trade? I think they'll keep. They'll end up uh, keeping Contreras just because they've given away their other catcher, their backup catcher. So, I mean, honestly, I don't think you should trade Contreras. He obviously has value. And, you know, there's really not that many many players you can go after right now because, you know, the catcher situation, that's yeah. a, that's not a really big position, you know, where it's everyone... At a, it's at an all-time low, JT Romuto and others. It's really how yeah. it's referred to. Yeah, I mean, I just think it was really just that, you know, that 60-game season. I mean, he's shown that he could bat, you know, We haven't seen many good – we haven't seen a bunch of good catchers since Buster Posey and Salvador Perez was coming up and Yadier Molina. Is, I don't even think it's just a 60-game season. Those guys are – other than Salvador Perez, those guys are kind of old. You're not going to see as much production. And there's really no other catchers I could see breaking out other than maybe Yasmani. But he's not going to be a Hall of Famer. JT is really the only top guy I see. Yeah, I mean, uh, Yasmani Grandal, he's getting a little bit older in age. I mean, Wilson Contreras, he's still 28. He's a a two-time All-Star, so, you know, you can't really – He's a good catcher. I'm just saying there's no elite-level catchers. JT is the only one. He's on the market right now. I think if there's multiple teams that are making a push for him, maybe if they don't get him, you go trade for a Wilson Contreras. The Cubs aren't – the Cubs are going to trade him if they get the right price. There's no doubt. They don't – they're not going to be competing. It's a move that maybe needs to be considered. We'll have to – we'll have to see. Yeah, and even as uh, JT Ramuto, I mean, he's, a, you know, the best catcher in baseball. But even if that, you know, it's crazy. If this guy was just a regular first baseman or second baseman, he'd be league average. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. He's elite because of his position. He plays – he's a good defender. He's fast. He's not an elite hitter, but he's elite for the position he's at. The catchers, not many of them are hitting 20 home runs, hitting 280, hitting yeah. top five in the order. Yeah. And JT's a captain. He's a leader out there. That's why I like Tim and Harper together. But That's another thing I'm, I may be seeing. Does Harper demand a trade? The situation the Phillies are in, when he signed, he was promised that he was going to a contender. I haven't yeah. seen much of that. Uh, Yeah, obviously, I think, you know, after this trade, too, what does that mean? I think he's going to get, you know, a little bit, you know, down on that because, obviously, this trade's going to affect not just the Philadelphia Phillies, but every single baseball team. Yeah, who doesn't want Bryce Harper? I mean, he's making a bank for a while. That's going to be the only thing holding some teams back. But Bryce Harper, he really doesn't get credit for what he's done the last few years because after that MVP season, 
you could make the argument he was kind of overrated. Now he's putting up solid production, and everyone's making him seem like a terrible player. Yeah, I mean, this guy, he's shown that he could do his things in – uh, 2012, 13, 15, 16, 17, and 18. Maybe not 19 and 20, but even if that, you know, still hit 30 home runs. Yeah. All right, well, that's that's all we got for today. Thank you for watching, and thank you, Manny. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. All right, bye.